0: this is the real estate is red podcast. Super excited to have Sarah Weller on this, a true professional. I just met her a few weeks ago uh, through a referral from a friend and and I bring people on who are, like I said, true professionals, hardworking. uh, They represent their industry in in the best way. So Sarah, thank you so much for hopping on.
1: Thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate it.
0: Sarah, can you give us just a quick background of, you know, where you came from, uh, you know, where you're from and how you got into the industry?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm from Wisconsin originally, so huge Packer Badger fan, which is amazing, with football kicking off. Um, We've relocated quite a few times for my husband's job, um, just the corporate, the corporate reload. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've um, landed here in Phoenix. It's our final stop. We're super excited. So it's always been a dream of mine. I've, you know, dabbled in quite a few industries, nonprofit, um, corporate America as well. Um, but when we were planted, I always knew I wanted to get into real estate. So here I am. I've been licensed. We've been here three years. I've been licensed three years.
0: Right on. And when you got here, did you anticipate being a realtor? Or have you had a dream of doing that? Or
1: Yeah, for sure. I really wanted to. I mean, you know, being in the relo life, um, for those that are listening that have ever relocated it, even one time, um, it's it's stressful. And the real estate experience is only one piece of it. And some of our experiences were great and others were not so great. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I knew I could do better um, and really kind of wanted to change the name of the game um, in my
0: little sphere. Okay. Can you kind of touch on a few things that you think you're doing to help change that game? Cause I I love that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think for me, the biggest thing, and you know, I have a husband also where he's got high expectations. So it's helped develop my business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) help develop my business strategy just based on his expectations too. So communication is key for me. I mean, I know agents working on the other side of a deal can expect that I will follow up consistently. And mm-hmm. I think it's super important for the deal to go smoothly. So communication with my my clients is huge. Um, and then also, I think a big thing for me is I want to make it a positive experience. You know, myself having so many negative experiences and almost, you know, PTSD when thinking about some of those deals. Yeah. Um, I don't want that for my clients. I want them to enjoy the experience, feel com- you know comfortable, confident, and and mm-hmm. my ability. So really that's, those are the two big things.
0: Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've heard of, I bought a house, but I, I don't want to buy again. Or man, I barely got through that. I barely qualified. I was so stressed out. I'm like, no, exactly. it shouldn't. It's going to have stress naturally, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't have like your whole world collapsing just to buy a house. It's absolutely it hard. Yeah. So communication, I want to talk that because th- to me, that's a lifeblood of any business. I, I mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with communication. I think that's really helped me grow my business as well. Because that in the end of the day, that's what people want. People's pet mm-hmm. peeves are like, how many times have you heard of, oh, I, I texted this guy or lady and I can't get a text back, mm-hmm. or I called them, with a the voicemail, why like, you know, or email, whatever it is. Communication is so huge, and not just responsiveness, but actually communicating the process to them. You know, being open about what's going to happen, setting the right expectations. So, I may have just said how you do your business, but can you tell us like you mentioned communication, right? what mm-hmm. What specifically do you do to more effectively communicate than other realtors?
1: I think for me, you know um it's really it's not just communication about you know process is huge. So I really treat every client like they're a first time home buyer or it's their first time selling. Uh, so we're going to walk through the details like you've never been through it before. And if it's too much, my clients will tell me, absolutely. But I certainly just want to err on the side of too much information versus the other where they're feeling uninformed and that's not ideal. But also, you know, taking it a step further, I think keeping everyone in the loop and communicating not only with my clients, but I think it's just as important, you know, in your industry as well to speak with, if it's not a cash deal, the lender um, to understand how's the process going, do regular check-ins there. Also, you know, the escrow officer, Mm -hmm. everything good. And even if there's nothing going on, I still just check in. Is there anything you need from me? Um, so that I can go back to my clients and say, checked in with the lender today, checked in with escrow today, everything's moving along. Nothing Mm -hmm. is required at this point. Um, and then most importantly, I think, um, for me is just building a relationship with the agent on the other side. It's not always met the way that, um, I would, but you know, that's okay. Everybody communicates differently. And like yeah. I said, I'm a little over the top. So I think it's just great to build relationship because it'll help make it a smooth transaction all the way around.
0: Yeah. I don't think you can do too much. And
1: yeah, if I had to choose
0: between what complaint I want. I want them to complain that I'm too much versus too little. Like, where are you? Yeah. That's right. a pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't think people give enough power to a simple 30 second update call. Like mm-hmm. I've been surprised when I call a realtor, they're like, thanks so much for the call. I'm like, You're welcome. Like, Mm -hmm. do you not get this treat? No, no. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm just, it's a 30 second phone call. uh, But same thing when when you're talking to agents or you're updating your borrower, whatever it is, it helps relieve that stress. It improves the experience. Mm
1: -hmm. And now
0: it's going to improve the odds of you getting a repeat client naturally. Exactly. And for me, you know, at the realtor, it's like, okay, you don't want to stress, but you want to move on to the next deal. You want to have other things to do versus worrying about where this loan's at and, and if things are going to blow up. So right. it just is so much more than, than just a check-in. Agree. Industry is changing a ton this year. It is. Um, as crazy. <laughs> as It sounds I'm excited for the changes. I think it creates opportunity and market share. Mm-hmm. So uh, are you doing the same thing that you've done the last couple of years? Have you pivoted or, or what differences are you doing now versus the last couple of years? If any.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for me, you know, while things were super crazy um, on the listing side, You know with my clients i treated every deal um, and every transaction the same way that i always have so i represented the property the way that i always have i you know paid the same amount of money for the photos and videos that i've always done that's a direct reflection of myself and my brand as well and i think um, none of that has changed so much certainly um you know we've had to be much more strategic and from a pricing perspective um but still even in the past you know i was providing the data that i'm providing today Um, So nothing changes even when the market is crazy, just, um, you know, that the days on market have changed certainly. Um, And for me, I think the biggest change for buyers and sellers is just that education piece um, is keeping them informed of what's happening in the market, what I'm seeing. Um, I'm a huge data person. I love the Cromford report. Um, I'm a subscriber and I think knowledge is power. And so keeping myself in front of that every day has been huge so that I can give those updates to my clients.
0: Yeah. And, and you're a proof, you're a testimony to what you've done. You said you've done it for three years. And mm-hmm. and I feel like I've been saying this a lot because the last few realtors I've interviewed aren't in kind of the same boat, three, mm-hmm. four or five years, but they're crushing it.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: not just luck. I mean, right. I, I don't believe that. I think it's the specific things that you're doing. I think the biggest thing, honestly, is how hard you work. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's easy to say when you're a self-employed or, or 1089 that and you have no boss, to take breaks and tell yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I deserve this or, oh, I'm out on Boston. I can, I can leave at 3 p.m. Let's go. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if, but if you love what you do, you're not even going to want to take a break. So can you kind of share, you know, look in the last three years and you have some great weeks or say, say months and bad months. What gets you to the point of like, if you have a bad month, you still push and you still go, what gives you energy, I guess?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for me, you know, we had talked about this offline as well, Michael, but I think for me, it's, that the repeat business and the referrals um, that to me speaks volumes. And, you know, I'm moving to a market that I'm not from and I have had great success over the last couple of years and I'm so grateful, but a lot of that is simply because of referrals and repeat clients, people buying investment properties, things like that. Um, That's what fuels me. And I think every time I get a phone call or a text message, you know with a quick hey sarah i gave your name and number to somebody That's else that will keep me going yeah. um, and i i don't see that ever changing and i'm grateful beyond grateful again for my clients i truly everyone probably says this but i have the best clients um, i they, they all not. become I'll my friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um it's because we enjoy the time together we have fun during the process even when it's stressful um, I, I truly love what I do and I love the people I get to meet. So that just keeps me going every day.
0: That's awesome. And, and they're going to feel that it's not transactional and on exactly. the flip side. I can tell you from experience, from whatever I'm purchasing or experience I'm doing, I know when they're doing it for money or for mm-hmm. me, I know it, it's so apparent. So like, if you do, if you love what you do and you naturally want to take care of that person mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't have to ask for the referral. Exactly. They're just so appreciative of what you did for them, how, they, how you made them feel. They want to keep passing that along to the next person. And that just feels, it's like, I don't know if you golf, but you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a terrible golfer. I've golfed for 12 years. I can't figure the game out, but <laughs> I get that one good shot. And I'm like, dude, that was awesome. I got to go again. Right. Like <laughs> and the rest of the shots I hate, but it's like, that's yeah. you get that text that you said, I gave my, your number out. Oh, that feels so good. It's like, okay. It I, I gave them a good experience so much that they gave me their family or friend. That's huge, huge. It is. Yeah. So, with the buyers and sellers, that obviously, if I asked you three years ago what advice you give versus now, I your advice definitely would have changed. Mm-hmm. When you're talking to a seller or a buyer jumping into the market, whether they're a first time buyer or investor, or whatever, what kind of advice would you give them? Say, hey, you need to keep it out for this, or this is what you should know when you're mm-hmm. in the process.
1: You know, I mean, for buyers right now, um, definitely far more relaxed than what we were seeing over the last two years. Um, It was incredibly stressful. So, um, you know, just letting them know the timing is great right now and things are so much better, Um, far more relaxed. And, you know, I think for them, it's just um, also being realistic when it comes to submitting an offer data is still data. Comps are tough. And I totally understand that. Um, But we also just have to take everything into consideration and be incredibly realistic and then also respectful of the process as well. So, um, but we, you know, it's, it's been fun with buyers. It's enjoyable again, which is awesome. I love it. That's
0: awesome. Mm -hmm. What would you tell a realtor? And and you know what, I don't care if they're a realtor that's $20 $20 a month or a first time realtor. I think that if you're a true professional that no matter how many deals you're doing, you stay, what is that phrase? Humble, hungry, and smart. I think it is. Mm-hmm. You got to stay, hum- stay humble and you got to stay hungry. I mean, I don't care. Right. Like as a loan officer, if I'm training an LO and they have an idea, I'm not going to sit there. Ah, I, I, I figured it out. No, I mean, that's awesome. That's a good idea. Everyone has ideas. So what would you share to a realtor of if they're looking to grow their business, take it to another level, what kind of advice would you share of, of how to keep that going?
1: I think, you know, for, Again, regardless of how long you've been in the industry, I think we all have to remain open to. I mean, the market shifts constantly. It's mm-hmm. a cyclical thing. That's why we have the forum that very clearly states that. Um, mm-hmm. So we always have to stay at the top of our game. And I think, you know, doing that, it's just educating yourself consistently on new strategies, um, new tools, things like that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's products out there or programs that can benefit your clients that you don't even know about unless you're educating yourself consistently. So staying hungry for knowledge, I think is huge. Mm. Um, and also just, um, you know, for me being newer, it's an intimidating industry for sure. so Um, so yeah, there are, I mean, especially in Arizona and, you know, I think it's, just also being open to to the new agents and the ones just coming in and being supportive of each other. Um, yeah. You know, very often I, I make it my goal, truly, um, on the other side. And most often it happens. Some agents aren't as open, and I'm super flowery, and I know that. But I make it a goal to get you know, you're so awesome, or you're doing such a great job. I appreciate it from the agent on the other side, just because I want them to feel the That's, difference yeah. as well. Um, so, and like I said, it happens very often, um, seldom does it not. And that's my goal huh. for everyone, other agent included.
0: You're the, you're the first that has, has mentioned that and not that the previous people don't do that, but mm-hmm. that maybe I don't hear it, but I don't think mm-hmm. that's super common to be honest. I feel like there's mm-hmm. so much more, um, competition in their mind and I do it better or all oh, this agents new. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. So mm-hmm. like, like yeah. you no, know, this agent's in the, uh, complaints, 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 like, dude, that does nothing for anyone. Let's have no. like positive. Let's help. Let's can I help you? What can I do for you? That's just gonna help. Everything goes smooth. Everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And you know, just have respect for where they're at in their career as well. Um, yeah. and that's all that I hoped for. And if you're new, great. Um, if you forgot something, I'm certainly gonna help you and tell you. And Awesome. I mean, I'm not here to shame you at all. I'm here to help and um really here to build each other up. I think we need a little bit more of that. Oh, <laughs> I know in this industry.
0: No, I totally do. Yeah. How does uh how does someone get a hold of you? What's the best way to reach you if they're looking for your services?
1: Yeah, best way to reach me is probably um I'm a big phone person, um, phone talker, but always open to text messages because people, not everyone's that way, but um just giving me a call at my business line, which is 480. 480- That's really the best way to reach out to me truly.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And and, uh, I can tell when I, when Tyler referred me to you, man, he, he does not refer agents all the time, but he was like, Mm -hmm. you gotta call Sarah. Like she, she's a rock star. I work with her, blah, blah, blah. So I can attest to it. Uh, I've done this for, it's been almost 10 years and I've worked with a lot of agents on the listing and buyer side. And, and I can, I can attest If you find an agent that cares like you do and has the work ethic like you do, it's not common. You set yourself apart. You're going to have a night and day experience from maybe your last home experience. So thank you. You're awesome. I appreciate that. Oh yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. Have a good day.
0: You too.